Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi there. Welcome to the show. Today is another great episode of Easter Project, or I call it 37 Love Stories of God. I have gathered 37 leaders to share that one pivotal moment when they cling to God's voice and carry out the action of what God has asked them to do, then experienced the transformational result. Also, I would like to take this opportunity to let you know, for your convenience, we have put together all the key lessons of these 37 leaders in one downloadable file. So if you'd like to access this file, it's free. Please go to kellybottle.com forward slash Easter 2021. Again, it's kellybottle.com forward slash Easter 2021. Now, let's get to the story. Today, our guest is Sean. He is an expert to help Christian entrepreneurs sell high-ticket offers. He's going to share with us the story about when he thought he was on the mountaintop and God came to him to tell him, this is not it. Now, let's get to the story. Welcome to the show, Sean. Hey, Kelly. So good to see you. Really so good to see you. It's been a while. So it has Sean, been I'm, sure. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's been, it has for sure has been a while. And every time I have a conversation with you, Kelly, I'm like, I need more conversations with Kelly in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the kind words. And, you know, I have seen you like you grown so much as a leader uh, and also for your business. And I know that uh, in this season that you are called to do that, you know, help the Christian entrepreneurs uh, to help them in the when it comes to the high ticket sales. So can you tell us a little bit about that? How did you arrive at this point that you can do such an awesome work? Yeah, well, thank you so much. You know, my so many people read out like bios and, and they're like, wow, this person's so amazing. They're authors, they're all of this. And my story starts a little bit different than most because I grew up in a city where, 60% of the city was in poverty. Uh, it was, it was incredibly impoverished, uh, area in California. And, uh, if, if, if the government stopped giving the 60% money, literally 60% of the city would go homeless. Like that's how like dire it was. And I remember growing up and thinking, this doesn't have to, like, it, this isn't the way that life is supposed to be. And I remember doing a little bit of studying in regards to the underlying issue that existed within that city. And that's where my passion for, you know, for, for abundance really began to manifest itself was because I was a part of a church that was actively engaged in the city. Had, I ran a homeless ministry. We worked with prostitutes. We worked with um, people who were, you know, families that were in incredibly abusive places. And one thing we discovered is that poverty in and of itself was the underlying issue. If we get rid of poverty, high school graduations increase, mental health challenges decrease, um, drug addiction decreases, 
um, you know, prostitution decreases because people then have an abundance of opportunity and they don't have to go to what will help them just to survive. And it was really incredible to be able to say, okay, what is the greatest solution to this? And number one, uh, freedom comes from Christ. And we had this awesome opportunity to preach a good word and to share the gospel with people who desperately needed it and see their entire lives change. The next step after that was to show them not just salvation, but an abundance of restoration and reconciliation. And what that means is being able to look at your love life, your relationships, being able to look at your friendships, being able to look at your health and your fitness, and also being able to look at your finances and saying, okay, how can, when God touches that with just his pinky finger, how does everything shift? And it was really incredible to see that we had this incredible opportunity to build business and that business specifically in the US is one of the greatest generators of wealth. So I made a decision, I'm gonna go all in on that. I'm gonna help people start businesses so they can pull themselves out of poverty so God can touch their business and then they can begin to live a life of abundance so that they can have a platform where they can live a life of generosity. Because that's what abundance's purpose is, is for me to have so much that I have to give you some, give you some and give you some. And it's pretty incredible to watch as we've discovered the biggest problem being mindset, being money challenges. Now for me specifically, I remember starting my first business, my very first business, and I thought like I was on top of the world because I was getting flown to all these different conferences. I was um, producing like thousand people events. I was in this suite. And I remember one time being in San Diego and I was looking over the harbor in San Diego. I was in this beautiful suite that my client had put me up. And I, I remember thinking, wow, I've made it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here, I've made it. And I remember at that moment, God spoke to me and he said, this isn't what I've called you for. And I remember it, it, I remember it so clearly because I was, I was standing and I had to sit like, what? What? Like, I, I honestly thought, no, that's the devil telling me that. That's not God. That can't be God. And then I remember he, he, he whispered it again to me and just straight to my heart. This isn't what I've called you for. And I became really depressed because I thought, God, I, I was working at a church and I quit working at that church after eight years to focus on business. And I said, God, I made a massive adjustment to my life. I stopped working at that church. I like, I'm going all in and what I thought you called me to. And you're telling me this is not it. And I had to do that event. So I, I produced that event. And then for about two weeks, I didn't hear anything from God. It was silent. And I was so frustrated. I was like, God, how could you just like leave me hanging with just like, this isn't it. And I remember I actually went to a worship encounter. And I remember going to this event where uh, if you're familiar with like Hillsong music and Hillsong worship, it was Hillsong came to California and they did this massive worship experience with like 10,000 people there. It was just insane. It was a revival. It was like in insane. And I remember going and thinking, ah, this is going to be fun, right? Now, look, you don't go to a worship experience thinking it's going to be fun. You go <laughs> expecting that there's going to be miracles, that there's going to be a touch from God that dramatically changes your life. But I had been so accustomed to church and worship. I was in the band at my, at my church that it was like, oh, this is just another Tuesday. And so I remember as soon as I stepped in that stadium, because there were so many people, God spoke to me and he said, do you really want to hear what I have called you for? And I said, God, that is all I want. 
And then he said, take this serious then and worship me like you've never worshiped me before. Connect with me. I just want to connect with you, son. And so I go in and I am like, okay, I'm leaving it all at the cross. I'm going to leave not just my hurts, not just my pain, not just my unforgiveness and bitterness and anger and, and all of that stuff. I'll leave that at the cross. But God also said, I want that, but I also want the things you think are good. I want your ambition. I want your vision. I want the thing that you think you're pursuing. Throw that at the cross. And I said, oh, you want it all. Okay, I'll give you all. So I started worshiping him. And there was a moment where I remember there was a song. And if you're a musician, you'll understand this terms. Uh, there's like crescendos and decrescendos. In other words, there's like big drums and then it's mm -hmm. silent and just the, the beautiful music. And then it like drums up and then it's just silent. And there was like this roller coaster of, of this worship song. And I remember God spoke to me and he said, do you want me to remind you of what I've called you to? And I said, yes, God. Then he said, close your eyes until I tell you to open them. And I want you to open them at the big crescendo when all the drums are going crazy, the guitars are going crazy, the bass is going crazy, the singers are, are singing, and like the, everyone's going crazy. And I said, okay. So I'm worshiping and the music's starting to build, the music's starting to build and God says, not yet, not yet. And I said, okay, God, I'm ready. Remind me. And he said, okay. And the, the music hits the peak. And he says, open your eyes and look at the light. And this was a big stadium. So I thought it was going to be like the concert lights. Mm -hmm. So I open my, my eyes and I see the spotlights, but I also see people with their phone out and the flashlight on and waving it just across the thing. And I see like glitter falling from the sky that they had released and the spotlights hitting the glitter and cascading light everywhere. And he said, I haven't called you to be in the spotlight. I've called you to be a spotlight. I've called you to shine my light, his light, into a world of darkness. Not make it all about you, but make it about me and make it about my people. And I said, oh my gosh. And I start like ugly crying, like it's not coming down, like tears are crazy. And I remember it was the very next day that I started my Facebook group where we have like 10,000 Christian entrepreneurs in there now. And uh, it, that was the moment I said, okay, God, I'm not going to make it about me. I'm not, I'm not going to make it about how successful I am or how cool I think I am. I'm going to make it about you and I'm going to make it about your people. And that was the moment everything shifted because it wasn't me pursuing business. It was me saying, God, what do you want to do in business? And I just want to partner with you. And it began this incredible relationship where I now have access to the King of Kings, who is like the greatest business person on this, like ever, ever. And he wants to partner with me to work with you. That, that's just such a beautiful picture in my head of being able to do God's work, kingdom work with God, not for him, not just for him, with him. Praise the Lord. That's the only thing I can say. And uh, uh, yeah, I have seen that your commun community just grow and grow and grow. And uh, I think, you know, a lot of people when if the, now they just get to know you, of course, they see all the, you know, um, very shining appearance, and but they probably did not know, you know, behind, behind the scene, all this journey. So yeah. if I ask you, Sean, like departing wisdom or to somebody that they may be in the similar situation as you were, you know, they sense God is calling them to a different level of intimacy with him. And then, and normally they sense that, okay, it's going to change is coming, especially in the business. It sounds scary. What yeah. will you say to them? 
So I, I can only speak from my experience. And from my experience, I love to work. I like the thrill of accomplishment. I like to get things done. So it became easy for my relationship with God to be an obedience relationship where he says something, I go do it. And hey, look, I did it. Aren't you so proud of me? And I remember there was this one time where I was sitting on my patio looking at our, we were like, we, we had a home right next to an open field. We could see the whole city. And I was looking at the city. I remember asking God, okay, what's next? That, that was always my prayer. What's next? What, what do you want me to do next? And he said, I don't want you to do anything. I don't need you to be a robot. I need you to be a son. I need you to be a child right now who just wants to play with his father and hang out with his father and cuddle with his father. And he said, there's a difference between obeying me and abiding in me. And if you are seeking a new experience with God, a fresh anointing, a plan of action, spend time with him. Because as you spend time with someone, guess what happens? They rub off on you. Have you ever seen like a child go play with some friends and they come back home and they're like acting like that friend or maybe they're saying things like that friend? Well, what do we say? Well, that that person rubbed off on you. When you hang out with God, God rubs off on you. That's called an anointing. And you begin to have the like you begin to build a greater experience of what what God wants to have with you. And then at that moment, he can then share, Okay, you're not just trying to obey me. You're really abiding. And what happens is a fruit of abiding is obeying. When you hang out with God, when you have that relationship with God, you want to obey him. You want to make like be within the parameters that he's created for you because you understand it. But obedience without abiding, you're just a robot doing things for him. And he, he's a father. He wants to do it with you. So abide in him. What does that practically look like? Spend time in silence. And what I call silent prayers of, okay, God, I'm here. Speak. Because oftentimes prayer is we're talking to him, (laughs) not us receiving from him. And so, okay, God. And I do something called a daily business meeting with God, which I actually um, discovered from another Christian entrepreneur, kingdom-minded entrepreneur. And every single morning I sit in silence and I say, God, what do you want from the business today? Who do you want me to reach out to? What, What work do you want me to be a part of today? And so just silent prayers where God is speaking to you. Another thing is be in your word. And that sounds so basic, but it's like, go, if you want to spend time with God, go look at what he has written to us. And he has given us this incredible tool to be able to understand who he is. So um, I remember I was in a, in a church service where somebody said, if you feel like you haven't heard from God in a while, go back to what God said the first time and then go do that because he's already spoken. You just haven't gone to do what he said to do. And sometimes it's the basic things of prayer, reading your Bible. Because in the, in the reality, those two things don't have basic power. Those are explosive power. When you get a fresh insight from God that changes everything, whether that's in silent prayer or from the word, everything changes. So if you want a new experience from God, if you want to have that new plan of action, spend time with him. Exactly. Well, I cannot read about this episode better than, than what you just say. Uh, it's all about, it starts with the intimate relationship with the Lord. And Sean, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today to share your journey and wisdom with us. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm so excited. And everyone who's listening, thanks so much for spending time with us today. Thank you. How did you enjoy the conversation? We sincerely hope that it will encourage you and inspire you to finally take the action 
or what God has called you to do in this season. We cannot wait to see what you can co-create with the Lord for your business. And just a reminder, if you'd like to access to that free resource, all the key lessons from these 37 leaders, please go to kellybada.com forward slash Easter 2021. Can I also ask a little favor? Would you please make sure you subscribe to both our YouTube channel and also our podcast? Our YouTube channel, you can just go to YouTube and search Kelly Bother or Christian CEO Podcast. For podcast platforms, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast, especially iTunes or they call Apple Podcasts nowadays, and Spotify, also Amazon Music. Even better, if you can share with fellow entrepreneurs, Christian leaders, that would be awesome because the whole focus of this podcast is to put Jesus in the center of business. Thank you so much. I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.